Welcome to the Flyover Ministry Podcast, a practical youth ministry podcast for small church leaders by small church leaders. We are grateful that you have joined us for our journey through ministry-related topics that we hope help equip and encourage you as you serve Jesus wherever you are. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Dan. And I'm Jordan. And this is Flyover Ministry. Welcome to October, or maybe you're listening to back episodes. Jordan, I'll admit that as we're doing this podcast, I've seen some analytics that show that people definitely have catch-up weeks. And if that (laughs) describes you right now, uh, welcome. Good luck catching up as you go through the back episodes. I encourage you to keep pace with the up-to-date episodes that you are just aware of different announcements and things that we have going on. Maybe we have a giveaway that you don't know about that you might miss out on because, like I said, you're catching up. So as you listen to this, uh, we hope you're doing well. We hope that uh, God is continuing to work in and through your ministry and in and through you personally. But Jordan, today we are going to talk about an area of ministry that people tend to struggle with. This is a lot of, uh, this is an area that causes quite a bit of concern and maybe a little bit of anxiety and hesitation when it comes to ministry. And not just today, but this month, we are going to be talking about games, Woo-hoo! which I know a little bit of a uh, little bit of misleading there, thinking that we were going to talk about something somewhat serious. But no, we're just talking about games, the good, the bad, the ugly. Maybe try this. Probably don't do that. Uh, but Jordan, I'm going to start out with a question like I usually do. What is the best game that you remember from youth group? Mm. I think I'd have to just go to maybe the most memorable. I don't know if I'd say it was the best, but we had um, we had a kind of like a volleyball net that we would stretch across from wall to wall in our fellowship hall, and we would get a big punch bag, or not punch bag, punch balloon. Does that, you know, it's about the size of a, a large beach ball that have like a rubber string on it or whatever. Sure. Yeah, and we'd play volleyball in the fellowship hall, so that was pretty fun. We'd put the like window coverings up so <clears throat> the windows were boarded, so nothing would break, and all sorts of fun stuff. Did you but, did you cut the rubber? Did you cut the rubber band? I don't recall. I don't know if we ever really used it. I think we just tied it off, all so right. we didn't have to worry about it. But I'd also that's say a, that's a great ball for that. Like as you're describing, I'm trying because you don't want something too heavy to break stuff, but yeah, right. that'd be a lightweight ball that serves the function. That's terrific. And it did, uh, you could get some good momentum on oh, it sure. too. So, And our group was pretty small, so it was like it could spread out pretty good and it'd have decent hang time. So that was fun. <laughs> Had to worry about the popping though. That would happen occasionally. Oh, man. Just the, the, just the eruption. Yeah. Those never, I mean, it's a, it's a balloon and they never pop quietly, but especially those. Yeah. Yeah. So as we dive into this, topic of mm. games here um i think just to share the the impetus if you will uh behind it it's like i know personally um games kind of can become somewhat of an afterthought for me so i try to have like a good list of games and i know that some of the interns that i've worked with have also said you know i kind of worry a little bit about this um area of of ministry but yet there is i don't know if i'd say well maybe i would say uh, a theology to games 
um, if you will, and, and a reason for it uh, that we want to kind of talk about a little bit too. And one of those things is that games can be something, um, you know, it's it's important to realize like where they fit in your ministry. And, and for us, one of my uh, purpose statements of our group is to grow together. And games is a great way of building those relationships, um, just creating some mm-hmm. some time for kids to bond, to blow off steam, um, and stuff like that too. So, uh, but then you get to the point and you finished up your lesson. You're like, well, what do we do? And here is uh, hopefully this month going to be a resource to give you a bunch of ideas um, in this area. And before we dive into the whole first category for the month, I just want to say, I Dan, did you ever think that at one point people were going to binge you? Like, I would have to say that's never been a conception of mine. No, I never thought that I'd be, and I'm I'm still not convinced that this is this is true. But I never thought that I'd be producing something that people would want to listen to, or that would be worth binging. And I, I maybe that's just me looking down. Like I, I still can't believe we're uh, being listened to by people. I suspect mainly by friends and close family members. Thanks, friends. Um, but yeah, thanks, friends. But uh, no, I you know. <laughs> To answer your question, no, I don't. I don't think I would. I don't think I've ever thought that I'd produce something that would be binged. Yeah. Well, it that's an interesting perspective. I guess. It, yeah. I, I would agree with that assessment. But I will say I've I've heard some positive feedback from times. So um, my wife yeah. shared with me that <laughs> she thinks that we are better than a different podcast that she has listened to that just seemed awkward. So we are better than awkward, which is oh, wonderful. <laughs> good to put in our hat. The, uh, the high high and mighty bar. I will say something that you did mention, like the the theology behind it. You know, we want to try, um, our goal ought to always be disciple makers. Mm-hmm. And a big part of discipleship, I'd say, I would argue the main thing of discipleship is doing life with people. And a big part of that is remembering people's names. And I don't know about you, Jordan, but I, I, I think that is, apart from finances, remembering people's names is another big area of weakness in my own ministry. I, I just can't. Dude, I can remember the most ridiculous things, lines from movies, quotes from books, or things like that. But I, for the life of me, cannot remember people's names, and I cannot remember birthdays to save my life. And there's one thing that games help me with. It's remembering people's names because you're calling out for somebody, and it forces you into almost the crosshairs of needing to remember it mm-hmm. out of necessity. Yeah, I'd agree with that, Josh. Um, that's always been a challenge for me, too. Thanks, Steve. <laughs> so we are talking about specifically icebreakers today. I know, I, I'm crossing my fingers that people got that joke. <laughs> we are looking at icebreakers today, specifically team builders. And I am looking at our list that we're going to go through today. And I recognize that, I mean, our list is pretty extensive here. We're going to try and do this as best as we can to describe how these games are played. And I realize that sometimes in the explanation of games, uh, a lot of rules get lost in the crosshairs. So mm-hmm. if you have other questions and need some clarification or would want some clarification, my guess is that there's a, quite a bit that's on YouTube regarding this. Or, you know, as always, pointing you back to our Facebook group, Flyover Ministry Podcast. Uh, please join us there and on Instagram. We'd love to continue the discussion here and also to hear what kind of games your group likes. Uh, because this is n- by no means going to be an all-extensive, all-encompassing list of games. 
Yeah, and I think maybe our approach could even be, since this is flyover ministry, we'll do flyover game time, where we kind of give, like, the, the broad concept, and then, you know, if people have questions on tweaking it or something, uh, we'd mm-hmm. love to have that conversation. So maybe this will be more of our an interactive uh, month of episodes, if you will. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. So, so the first game that I want to mention here, if I can kick us off, is something called Sinking Island. And I know that there's other groups that have called this by different names, but uh, what this game entails is a team-building exercise where everyone is standing on a carpet square, and as uh, they are standing on carpet squares, you as the leader of the game go around and point to a carpet square and say, this island is going to sink. And it's almost this game of the floor is lava, and if anybody touches the ground, the game is over. So as the instigator and officiant of the game, you go around and get to point to certain squares that people are standing on and say, this island is going to sink, in, and then you give a certain number of seconds. And usually we do five seconds at the beginning of the game. It gives people plenty of time to be able to uh, become more alert and to move to a square that isn't going to sink. But slowly and surely, more and more people are going to be grouped onto whatever carpet squares are left. Mm-hmm. And, you know, carpet squares, usually you can find them uh, or you can get them at sample store or you can get the sample of them at carpet stores. Uh, just go in there and say, hey, this is what we're looking at. And they officially, the sample sizes come in like two by two squares. Otherwise, what you can do is find somebody who's getting rid of carpet, and you better believe that there's always somebody getting rid of carpet. Mm-hmm. And you can just take a carpet knife and go make your own squares. So we're talking about a game that is not expensive at all, really easy and fun to do, and especially when it gets down to it, when you have a lot of group or a large group that is now on only a few little squares, right? they become more and more desperate and a little bit more and more creative as to how they can stay on the squares without touching the ground. So, and another idea possibly is, is this something that could be um, played using towels? So like if we just said game time today, mm. everybody bring a towel. Would that work? You, that would absolutely work. Yeah. The caution that I would have and, and give on this is that uh, sometimes if you're playing this on carpet uh, or on a slippery surface, that sometimes these carpet squares can uh, slide out from people. So you don't want to have people getting hurt. So Encourage your group not to get too crazy. Like it, it, it's one thing to fall over after we've had students climb on one another's shoulders, mm. and and you know it's one thing to step off of the carpet square and oh I hit the, I touched the ground let's start over. It's another thing to fall off of somebody's shoulders and you know fall onto somebody else. So yeah, this have is why fun. we have release forms. Be safe, right? <laughs> but a little bit of preventative measures will save you, I think, in the long run. Sure, sure. That's good. Um, one that I kind of have more focusing on the team building ones, kind of looking at ideas for um, what can bring students together that's not going to necessarily be a typical uh, like sporting thing because you got kids that have different different um, abilities. So this was one that I came across fairly recently uh, called Guts, Brains, and they said muscles, but I kind of like alliteration, so I'd say brawn. Um, but basically, you divide your group into different teams. If you have more people, you can do more teams, and then you can have you know mul- multiple people doing competitions. But um, there's three different categories. So what happens is 
each team, you'll say what category it is, and they will elect a team member to do that competition. They don't know what the competition is, but um, that's that's kind of part of the fun. And so then you find out, you'll reveal what the task is. So uh, with guts, it's going to be something that's either going to be like gross or something that's going to be challenging, uh, embarrassing potentially. Uh, those are kind of fun. And then brains, just like little mental puzzles, different riddles or um, trivia mm. or something like that and then brawn would be more of your athletic flexibility challenges things like that but those seem to be a good mix of like kind of drawing a team together of recognizing different abilities um and then just kind of a fun you, group get, group activity that you know you kind of pit each other against one another but it's it's all in good fun and can have a lot of entertainment value with that right and i think what's great with that too is that you are sending one t- person up to represent their team. Mm-hmm. People back at the team, especially if it's something like trivia, like there's the rest of your team would just be dying because they know the answer, but the person they sent up doesn't know it. So there's just this, oh my goodness, come on, you got it. Like oh, you can't yell the answer out. So there's mm-hmm. there's a little bit of entertainment there as well. I think we tried. There was a shout out to Picker Lake Bible Camp in uh, South Dakota. But there was a time where they were having uh, something like this, and they had the trivia question of <laughs> name all of the continents, and it went down every single team. There's like four or five teams that are being represented up there, and every single team missed the same continent. <laughs> and they they forgot about Africa. Oh, which, dear. You know, I mean, it's kind of a big one. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the person that's like asking the question there is just, come on, surely you've got this. And then, you know, gets through all these junior hires and like, okay, now, it, and it was a junior high, senior high camp at that, mm-hmm. at that time. Uh, and so it got to the senior high team, one of the senior high teams. And when they started missing it, like the camp counselors were just like, oh, commentary on the state of education in America <laughs> kind of thing. But as soon as we mentioned Africa, they all went like, ah, no. And they just went, it's like somebody went and took a walk because they were so frustrated. <laughs> no, right. that's great. Do you have a story like that? Like one of, something that your kids might have messed up on or, or missed? Uh, not so much on this one, but that's pretty new in our rotation. So we have, we've only done it once. Um, it does take a little bit of time to generate like the different challenges and make sure you have it. But it's so flexible that you can you know, build something unique to that group each time. So it's pretty fun. Sure. Another game that I've got here, um, it's pretty simple. All you need is a length of rope or even a piece of uh, a longer piece of tape or string. And what you do is you stretch the string across at about uh, two and a half feet high. And you tell people that you have to cross from one side of the room to the other. You have you can't go under the string, you can't go around it, you must go over. Everyone has to go over it. And it can be two and a half feet high if you want to make it harder, you can raise the string. But you'll have, you know, athletic students, definitely the boys, trying to just high jump over it, and they'll do it, not a problem. But then you'll have uh, the shorter kids or the people who can't just hike their leg up over that string. And again, you can't touch that string at all. So mm-hmm. um, you can call it uh, laser grid or, or something like that. But um, basically get your whole team across, your whole group across the string. 
from one side of the room to the other. Okay. And that's it, believe it or not. That is... <laughs> well, I can see that being a good team-building thing, you know, trying to figure out how to get mm-hmm. the whole team and thinking about some of those that might struggle otherwise. I mean, you can't just leave them behind, so... Right. Yeah. And we did... We found... A, we have a hallway in our church that we actually did a complicated version of this a while ago where we did, like... Um, I think it was... Um, I forget what we called it, but it was like a break-in scenario where, you know, you, those movies yeah. where people are trying to steal something, there's this huge complicated room full of lasers. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, so we stretched string at weird angles all across this hallway, and people had to try and get all the way across. And every time we saw somebody hit the string, it was a point for the other team. Okay. So it was, yeah, it was just this twist on that game. But Sure. Um, another thing that's, uh, I know we've talked about it, so I'm just going to briefly mention it here, would be like escape room or escape puzzle things. So you can get those printed from websites. You can do a quick mm-hmm. search. And, and that's something that can build team teamwork as well. And really in the, in the scheme of things, um, I think it's like a purchase one time and you can play it however many times you want. So if you have different mm-hmm. groups, you can stretch that as well. Yeah. I'm going to shout out a group called Lock Paper Scissors in this um when you mention escape rooms because there you it's the one-time purchase but you can also edit it to make it unique to your group Hmm. which is kind of nice yeah um i'm going to mention here something called office tennis and what you have what you're going to need to do is crumple up a scrap piece of paper uh maybe a reject bulletin or or uh, something that is people leave stuff in the pews all the time so find a piece of paper that you've you're okay crumpling up and you're going to need to divide everybody up into two teams, give each team a clipboard, or each side a clipboard, and the object is, as a group, they have to go one-on-one, one person one person from each side holds a clipboard, and basically you have to play table tennis with this scrap of paper back and forth to each other until they can uh, move down a length of hallway or a space in the church. Maybe it's across your church's parking lot, and they have to try and hit this piece of paper into a garbage can. Mm. So it's this element of basketball in it as well. But you you have to work together as a, even though you divided everybody up into two teams, you're working together as a group to try and see how many of these baskets you can make. Okay. So they're just kind of paddling back and forth, trying to get from one destination all the way to the garbage can. Yep. And yeah. yeah. All right. Good hand-eye coordination exercise there. Yeah, and it's it, it is it does take a little bit of practice. Like some people will be good at it, and some people will not be so good at it. Mm-hmm. And again, you want to. It might surprise you on a lot of these because, like you said, there's people that are going to be incredible athletes, and like, yeah, why aren't we playing? You know, three on three basketball. And you can, but, you know, that excludes a fair number of your group that aren't so much into basketball or who sure. couldn't, who couldn't, uh, <laughs> couldn't make a, a basket to save their life. Yeah. I'm pointing at myself. <laughs> so. Um, another potential icebreaker, maybe more so than team builder, would be if you've got a bunch of students, you could do something like two truths and a lie where everyone comes up with like two strange facts about themselves and then one not true one and then have people try to guess um that does work better when there's not siblings so i will say that because that's (laughs) that does kind of uh 
skew things a little bit or else just come to the understanding of like, all right, guys, you, you know the answer probably, but let everybody else answer first. Um, but that can be a quick introduction kind of game. And not that we're encouraging lying because we are encouraging discernment to be able to pick out the lie from the two things that are true. But <laughs> nice, nice twist of per- perspective there. There we go. We are encouraging discernment, not lying. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, another good one that we did actually, and those of you who were at this last year's Youth Worker Weekends in Wisconsin are familiar with this. This is a game called Group ABCs, and what you want to do is have everybody close their eyes, and as a group, you want to have everybody say the ABCs, not together, uh, but individually. One person will start with the letter A, and then someone else will have to do B. Someone else will have to do C, and you you can set up rules to say how frequently people are able to say a letter. Uh, but because their eyes are closed, what often happens is that there's pauses and awkward silences, so that people you know you ever ask your group to to pray or you're doing like a group prayer and everybody just kind of uh, is, is in the state of well somebody is going to pray next and I I'll, I'll just stay quiet and nobody prays and eventually like two or three people start praying at the same time. Mm -hmm. It's kind of this scenario. So you're just trying to get your group all the way through the ABCs. And what eventually happens is that they will say, two people will say a letter at the same time. At that point, everybody has to start over. It's a simple task, but you've made it complicated and you've actually given your group now something to work towards. And uh, you can be... uh, there's kind of this dynamic where you can be frustrated, like, oh, I, I can't believe I let everybody down. It's okay. It's just the ABCs, right? It's not right. the World Series. Uh, it, it's just the ABCs. And um, if, if, if it's you this time, and it'll be somebody else the next time. But it, it turns out to, to take quite a length of time. And when your group actually does it, Jordan, you can attest. You remember how much celebration there was? Yeah, people when a are bunch pretty happy. Of, when a bunch of adults in that gym were just, we said the ABCs. <laughs> we'll probably play it again this year. Yeah. All right. Um, another one. This might help you with if you've got a fairly new group that you're not always around and so names would be an issue. Um, you can do like a name game if you have a pool noodle. Um Basically, you just let everybody say their names and it's kind of like an invisible ball where there's someone in the middle and they've got the pool noodle. And then everyone in the circle around is passing back and forth. So you'd say like your name and then you'd say the name of somebody else. And then the person with the noodle tries to lightly tap without causing bodily injury. Uh, <laughs> but you're, I mean, you whack them um, before they oh, pass it to somebody else. So You're, talk, you're talking about siblings. You're going to tell me that you, <laughs> a group full of siblings that you're not just going to go just full ape on those kids? Yeah, we haven't had too much problem with just the siblings, but some of us just like they want to show their their musculature, so they're really whacking it. But that's kind of the nice thing about the pool noodle is that it can sting a little bit, but as long as you miss eyes, it's I haven't seen anybody get injured from it. So, mm. yeah, yeah. I will say one last thing too. A lot of the best games. Um, I know we mentioned quite a few games here today, but a lot of the best games that you're going to find are rules, uh, games that you've changed one rule in. Like that's, that's going to get you a lot further than you might think. So take a look at a game that people like and then just change one rule and see how far it gets you. And if, you know, 
feel free to change if that rule doesn't work change a different rule or, or something like that but that will get you a lot further than you might think yeah do you want to touch on tic-tac-toe relay before we close out today uh i'm going to save that for a future episode i think all right we're going to have a bonus episode of all the future things we don't get to but that's okay maybe that'll be helpful <laughs> so if you want a special bonus episode let us know like what were all the things you didn't say and we might get you one but um and i just want to say too as we are talking about this you know our whole thing is really kind of focusing on um, smaller congregations in wherever we are and uh, this is actually something i think could be a big strength because if you think about games in, in ministry um, if you have 500 students, you're not going to be able to do something like this with all of them, you know? So you, mm -hmm. there, you might be like stuck with calling a couple of people on stage and doing something in front of the group. But, you know, we have the opportunity to really invest in relationships personally um, at this level too. So with that encouragement, just again, thinking through the time you spend with students, having fun together, laughing together. I uh, pray this would be an encouragement for you, um, something that it generates ideas as you serve students and um, lead them to Jesus through your relational time together. And with that, uh, may you go and serve the Lord. God bless. Thanks for listening to Flyover Ministry. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram and Facebook pages at Flyover Ministry. You can also get in contact with us on our Gmail account, flyoverministrypodcast at gmail.com. You can find other episodes that we've recorded on iTunes and Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts, and please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.